Shalom. I'm going to ask you a question. I was blind. Now I can see. When do you normally hear that statement? Testimony time. Pastor said he believes many of us we have testimony. That maybe is 90%. That maybe 90%. For you going from your house to your working place, even from your bedroom to sitting room, is a testimony. That short journey, some people have been back on it. They never victorious. But you are here today. So when you hear I was blind and now I can see. Today or tonight rather, I'm, I want to talk about the effective, effective and powerful, uh, sorry, excuse me, the effective and power of testimony. The effect and power of testimony. Effect and power of testimony. That is what I'm going to talk about for you this night. I'm saying this because I'm preparing you for the testimony of every prayer you have been offering since the beginning of this year. Because this year has been, this, uh, I've been, uh, I've been uh, called the year of prayer. And you have been praying. You have been calling on God. Maybe you thought God has not answered your prayer. We have heard from here. One time pastor was talking. Answer to your prayer might be no. It might be silent. It might be yes. Children of God, don't think that you have not had any victory this year. For you that you are still breathing, it's a victory. Some people, they cannot breathe voluntarily. They give them aids to breathe. Some, they are ready in the mortuary. Or here you are sitting down, radiating the glory of God. Is that not a victory? Your life sitting down here is a testimony. The book of Psalm. 22:22. He said, "I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among your assembly people." And that is what we have been doing here every victory night. Brethren, I'm telling you, one victory night is coming that we will just be testifying here. We will just be glorifying God. Just as we praise God last time. I want to encourage you that there is favor and there is mercy of God when you pray to him. When you call upon him, there is presence of God. And that presence will follow you and you will testify to the glory of God. Praise the Lord. Don't think you have been praying right from January up to this time and you have not received any answer. Or you have not come here to testify. Keep reminding yourself that you, you are walking, you are speaking, you are talking, you are drinking, you are eating yourself. Nobody 
support you to do that. It's a testimony. I pray that between now and the end of the year, you will testify to the glory of God. Amen. Pastor Lotu was talking here on Saturday. He said you cannot limit God. Don't think that time has gone. He, 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 he tried to analyze something for, for us that when you are watching a film, you miss particular points or particular section of that film, you just go back to your DVD, press rewind button. He will rewind it. All the prayer you have been praying, that you are thinking maybe the answer is not coming, or you are thinking time has gone. Our God is God that you cannot limit him with time. Pastor Lotus said that here. So it's God that he does what he likes in his own time, in his own way. Praise the Lord. And as a Christian, I want to encourage us, whenever we are victorious, whenever our prayer are answered, I want you to realize that you need to share this. You need to testify to the glory of God. And this testimony, we encourage others. It is natural to share our stories with our friends. Many of us, we are scared or maybe we are afraid of facing audience. Believe me, if you know you are that type, come to this place, face the audience, face the congregation, and say, God, I'm talking to these people, but you are the one speaking. Fluently, your testimony will go. Praise the Lord. Our story can have an encouraging impact on the life of someone else. That is why we need to share it. There's a testimony that when you hear it, you begin to put yourself in that position. God, if you have done it for these people, if you have said this victory for these people, you can do more than this for me. It is amazing when we share our stories. It is awesome. People want to hear it. People want to know how it happens. Because when you share your story, you are sharing the wonders of God. What God has done in your life. Let me tell you, there are sometimes when people share story or they share testimony. People will patiently wait. They want to know the end. Praise the Lord. When you look at the apostles, we are reading Bible today, New Testament. The apostles, they were sharing the testimony they had with Jesus Christ. If they have not shared that testimony, me and you may not have anything to justify whatever we are passing through or whatever we are as a Christian. We may not have any backup. Praise the Lord. That is why Apostle John in sharing his own story about Jesus with his readers, we are the reader of, we are reading the book of John. In 1 John, 1 John chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. I want brother, yeah. 1 John. Chapter 1, 2 to 3. Microphone. 
we proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning, whom we have heard and seen. We saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands. He is the word of life. This one who is life itself was revealed to us and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the Father and then he was revealed to us. We proclaim to you what we ourselves have actually seen and heard so that you may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ. This is part of the testimony that the, the apostles were giving. They were sharing it for you and I. But why do they testify? When you testify, what is, why is it necessary for you to testify? Verse 4, brother. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. They share their, their testimony so that they can be joyful. To make them joyful. That is why they have shared their testimony. Not just to become joyful, but joyful in full. Praise the Lord. So whenever you stand here to testify, the joy of God is already radiating in you. Praise the Lord. When you look at the, maybe some Bible might be using witness. Witness and uh, testifying. Testify is the same thing. When a witness in a circular court, when a witness go to court, what is he going to do? He's going there to testify. So if your Bible is mentioning witness, we are still speaking at, at the same level. So when we share the story of God works in our life, we are sharing our testimony to confirm the victory. And that's exactly what God wants. When and there's another that says an appreciative child will receive more. When you share your testimony, you are appreciating what God has done for you. Praise the Lord. To simply share the Good news also shows that you are testifying to the glory of God. Praise the Lord. Let me tell you, sharing your personal experience and story is powerful and life-changing. Some people have become Christian because of some, someone's testimony. Some have had change of mind because of someone's testimony. So why are you hiding your own testimony? Share it. Table it before everyone. Let them know what God has done for you. Let them celebrate for you. During Jesus' lifetime on this earth, he works in so many people's life. You all know that. He works in so many people's life. And many of these, they simply share what Jesus Christ has done. For example, when Jesus healed the blind man, what did he say? He said, I know this. I was blind and now I can see. That is in the book of John 9.25. The blind man did not share. He, he, he did not try to beat around the bush, try to tell story, try to say so many things. He went straight to the point. I know this. 
I was blind. And now I can see. And you know, when God perfects himself in your life, people that have been laughing at you, they will begin to giraffe or they begin to look at you. Is that not him? And that's exactly what happened to this man. They begin to, to, to doubt. Is that not the man sitting down at that place? So shall your case be when God perfects his wonder in your life. Is there any other thing that has been bothering your life? Is there long cry that you have been crying day and night? If Jesus Christ should heal this man, yours is not difficult. And you shall stand here to testify to the glory of God. When, what am I saying? I'm just simply telling you that when God surprises you, what happens? You become victorious. Even your adversary, they will argue, is that not him? Is that not you? And what will happen? They will celebrate with you. There's a song in Nigeria that said that by the time you are celebrating, they are, you are rejoicing. Even your enemy will come and be packing the plates of food. There are some that will say, okay, let me go and confirm. Let me go and see whether it is true. And by the time they come, the people that are serving, they don't know who is who. They will serve them. Praise the Lord. Let's look at another testimony. When Jesus Christ forgave the Samaritan woman, what happened? That is in the book of John 4, 24. That story is there. She told everyone. She was telling everyone, giving the testimony. Come and meet a man who told me everything I ever did. John 4, 29. John 4, 29. Come, see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Come and see, oh, come and see. Come and see, oh, come and see. Come and see what the Lord has done. Come and see what the Lord has By the time God perfect himself in your life, the songs of joy will come. Maybe right from your bedroom, you begin to sing. You begin to sing. Your husband will begin to ask you, my dear, could you please hold it up? The children will begin to ask you, mommy, daddy, tell us what is going on. Because God has given you victory. The victory that you yourself, you less expected. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And what happened to the family of this woman? His people believe. This made his people to believe. Not just the family, even her village people. Because they heard about everything. John 4, 42. And said unto the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves. Yeah. And now that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. They have heard him themselves. Now, they have been hearing him, but now, 
they have something as evidence something very close to them the woman was testifying to the glory of god you shall testify to glory of god in jesus name amen these were ordinary people telling ordinary extraordinary story of jesus christ the blind man and the samaritan woman that's why jesus himself told his disciples you must also tell others about me that was the assignment given to us last year the year of evangelism praise the lord hallelujah so we should not be afraid or be ashamed to tell our story but our story should be precise don't tell story don't beat around the bush just like the blind man all i know i was blind now i can see he, he did not want to care about any other thing all he cared about is that now he can see every blind thing in your life the lord will open your eyes in the mighty name of jesus Amen. We have been talked, I've been saying something about testimony. What is even testimony? Maybe you have an idea now. A testimony is simply honoring the Lord by bearing witness to others about his work in your life. Testimonies are outcome of prayers. Testimony don't just come. You have to commit everything to God. You need to table everything before God. It is when you do this, the Bible says, ask. It shall be given. When you ask, it is then you can receive. What does power of testimony do? The power of testimony puts you above every other problem it destroys all lies and deceit of devil in your life because by the time you begin to testify even satan himself will be afraid he will be afraid praise the lord Hallelujah. so when you give testimony of what god does in your life you are committing god to sustain and maintain what he has done because God will never put you to shame. You have stood here or you have shared your testimony somewhere with the name of God, not by your own power. God will never back out. He will sustain that testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. And what are you saying? Because you are sharing your testimony, you are simply telling him to do more. When you praise God, when you celebrate Him, I once told you a story here that three women were they were they were praying to God, praying, praying. Then God decided to answer their prayer. They don't have money, they don't have children, and they don't have peace. One of them that was seriously sick decided that okay, all I need is peace. Because 
God asked them to ask for something. Only one thing. And as the first one stood up and said, God, I want peace. I don't want to get sick. God declared, peace, go with her. And the other one said, yes, God, all I need is children. Angel of children, give her children. But the third one, she began to praise God. God Almighty, you are the one that have paved way on, on, on the Red Sea. You are the one that have stood with children of Israel for 40 years. You never disappoint them. He begin, she began to praise God. She was praising God, praising God, praising God, until God himself stood up and began to follow the woman. As God was following that woman, peace, children, money, joy, all the angels that are associated with this, they stood up and followed God to the woman. So what am I saying here is that when you praise God, when you testify to the glory of God, the God will arise from, the stone, from his throne and follow you. But brethren, do you know that the testimony on this, in this assembly is not complete? Because you have not stood here to share your own. Until you share your testimony, until others share their testimony, that is when we can say, yes, our testimony is full. But it will never full at the same time. It continues. So if you are not here to share your testimony, I'm assuring you, Next year is coming. Before the end of this year, every prayer that you have been offering, right from January up to this time, you will share that testimony here in Jesus' name. Amen. God will do something great in your life that people will see and begin to ask you, how did you do it? Then you begin to testify. This is to the glory of God. But you need to have faith. You need to have faith to receive the miracle. To receive what God has promised you. It is when you have the faith that you will have the boldness to even share the testimony. Like I said, some people, they are scared of facing the congregation. But when you have the faith, you will receive that boldness that will encourage you, that will give you the spirit to come forward here and share your testimony. Many who have done great things in their life are people that have shared their testimony of what God has done in their life. And this encourages others. I will go to a story in the book of 1 Samuel 17. The story, I just pick it from 32 to 37. David was victorious over Goliath. Even before the physical battle began. Why? By the word of his testimony. He testified with his experience and age. With his age. Physically, he might not be able to defeat Goliath. He was not fit enough because of his age. He cannot physically face Goliath in the battle. 
Goliath himself was surprised. He cursed him. He mocked the God of David, God of Israel. Goliath mocked that God. And at the same time, the children of Israel, they were scared. Even the king was also scared. The Saul was trying to discourage, was trying to discourage David. Let's read from verse 34 to 36. 1 Samuel 17. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, and smote him, and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine... Stop at 36, brother. You stop at 36. David's case was different. So also your case is different. Amen. As Pastor Shane used to, Amen. to say. You know, when Saul was trying to discourage David, he began to share his experience. Experience also can't. Experience matter. That there was lion and beard that took the sheep. He fought with it. With those monsters. He shared his experience. If somebody come here and begin to share experience that I was in a safari in, in Africa, let me talk about where I know very well. Yankari Game Reserve in Nigeria. How many years Yankari Game Reserve? A lion came and I grab it, I pull it, I kill it. Many of us will be surprised. <laughs> and if such person wants to face you, to fight you, will you wait? He has defeated you with his experience. The same thing David has done. David began to share his own experience. He, be, he began to testify with his experience. But one thing that why I say brother should stop at 36 is because of what happened in 37. So like I said, David's case was different. Tell your neighbor also that his case is different. What am I saying here is that when you come face to face with situations and circumstances that are beyond your control, your experience matters at times. If you are the type that has passed through certain conditions and God has given you victory over that condition and another small condition now comes, you begin to fire prayer. God, you are the one that have done this. You are the one that have done that. When I was confused, you are the one that have shown me the way. You begin to say all those things. Now, you are using your experience to testify to the glory of God. Before you look back, that problem will disappear. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But in 37, read 37, brother. David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the power of the lion... And out of the power of the bear, he will deliver, deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. The conclusion of the testimony of David was in verse 37. He committed everything unto God. The Lord that has delivered me out of the power of the lion 
and out of the pole of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Even Saul submit. He submitted. Saul submitted. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, what experience do you have? What testimony do you have? What victory do you have that you have not shared? Brethren, I'm telling you, when you flash back, you will know that you are serving a living God. For your victory, remember that there is a God that will never leave you, nor forsake you. Amen. All you need to do is to believe Amen. and leave everything for him. And don't think that it is by your own power that you have done this. David never thought of that when he shared his testimony. When you are sharing your testimony, you should be very careful not to give a beautiful story. People laugh or people are waiting to hear what happened next. What happened next? Just to polish the story. And you are trying to give the credit to yourself. No. Conclude your testimony just like David. Say the Lord who delivered me out of the pall of lion shall deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. So what am I saying? When battle rises up against you, remind God of his act in your life and in the life of others before the, the people that you know. Even the, the people in the Bible. You can call the Bible to pray. God, you have delivered David from the paw of the lion. You have delivered Daniel in the lion's den. You are the one that appeared to Saul on the way to Damascus. You begin to share that testimony that you know. Then God will, will realize that you mean business. That you want that victory at all costs. You can remind God of what he has done. During the wall of Jericho. You can remind him. If you read the book of Psalms, there are a lot of testimony that David has given. So be assured that same testimony can still be repeated in your life. Praise the Lord. Amen. So what medical report has been given to you that is giving you long time cry? What is that? Tell them that the woman of issue of blood, Lord, you give that woman victory. Why me? God will grant your victory in Jesus' name. Amen. So when you remind God of all that he has done in the past, you are invoking his fulfillment and compelling him to reproduce the same act in your life. The people that know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. That is in the book of Daniel. Daniel 11.32 So with the power of testimony it becomes very easy to do great exploit and be victorious. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All you have to do is to know the type of God you serve. If you look at another testimony in the Bible Sarah shared her testimony. Genesis 21.6 
Genesis 21, 6. And Sarah said, God hath made me to laugh, so that all that hear will laugh with me. Do you think Sarah was talking to herself? She was also sharing her testimony. So you can also share your testimony. Amen. You can also share your testimony and be victorious in every area of your life. Hallelujah. David knew the God he was serving. Daniel knew the God he was serving. Even Elijah knew the God she was serving. Joshua knew the God he was serving. There's a story in, in number 13. In number 13, there's a story there. Moses sent some group of people to the land of Canaan to spy. They all went there. And when they got there, what did they see? They were seeing giants. That is the testimony some of them came with. If you read that story, he sent a group of people. They went to that place. All they could see there is negative testimony. They brought back negative report. But in chapter 14, in, before chapter 14, when these people came back with that testimony. Even Moses, the leader, was also very afraid. They were all facing down. Disturbed with that report. And this, their act, was what pushed Joshua to tear his clothes. He declared that he was not among those who saw themselves as what? grasshopper. Because those people came back, they were saying they are grasshopper, the other people were giant. He turned the negative testimony to positive. So what is that testimony that has been disturbing you? You can turn it around. And when you turn that testimony around, victory is certain. Amen? Amen. Amen. Victory is certain. Joshua declared boldly that he was not among those who saw themselves as grasshopper. He, he knew through the heart of his God that they were more than able to possess that land and enter into the promised destiny that God has promised them. You must not be afraid to dominate. You must dominate that problem. Don't allow that problem to dominate you because you need victory. The moment you allow that problem to weigh you down, the moment you allow that problem to dominate you, then you begin to doubt. You will not be able to pray. You will not be able to call on God. So don't allow your problem to weigh you down. You must see yourself as champion. You have been praying right from January. This is your prayer. You are thinking God has not answered your prayer. God is God that answers prayer in his own way and in his own time. Your faith in his promise 
must not be shaken. You have a divine God. And there is no problem in this world that he cannot overcome. There is no problem that God cannot conquer. And when that problem is conquered, the victory is yours. And when that victory is yours, there is need for you to testify to his glory. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I decree and pray that your testimony shall overflow in Jesus' name. Amen. Because when your testimony overflow, you will not be able to hide it. That joy that John was talking about will definitely push you out. That joy will push you out. The joy of testifying to the glory of God. And you begin to dance and people begin to ask you, what is happening to that brother? What is happening to that sister? Even before you share your own testimony, they'll be sharing it on your behalf. Some people are also there when you ask, when they ask them, what is happening? Go and ask him. Go and ask her. Just like the blind man. If you read that story very well. The way he was so happy, the Pharisees begin to question. They went as far as meet the parent. That what happened? The parent was so overjoyous that they said, look, go and ask him himself. He's not a baby. So also your case will be. By the time you begin to celebrate, by the time you begin to share your testimony, people that are, that are afraid of you, they begin to ask the third party, come and tell me what is, tell me what is happening to her. Then they will say, go and ask him or her. Praise the Lord. But brethren, when you share your testimony, you need to be very careful. You need to be very careful. In the book of Galatians 6, that book also is about testimony. Galatians 6. Because of our time, we will not go into detail. I will just summarize it. When you share your testimony, brethren, be careful about pride. When you are sharing your story, don't say it in such a way that you are lucky to be at the one place at a particular time. No. When you look at internet or you look at uh, social media, at times you see some video that some people will just, maybe they are standing here. Just one second they move, a car will just come and clear where they were standing. Whereas also some people, they were not at that spot. They just step in and at the same time, a car came. It is not that their sin is greater than the other ones. So it is God that he knows how he does his own way. Maybe you go to a mall. Then they declare that everything in that mall is free. That you can take as many things as you can take. Don't think that it is you that has walked to that place because of your lunch time. God has already ordained it that you are going to be in that place. So the credit of that you be at the right place at the right time goes to who? To God. But when you share that testimony, in fact, my boss sent me a message. And uh, 
I just thought, okay, let me go to Lulu first. Then I turned around, there was traffic. Then I discovered that I have to go through the other way. Somebody wants to hit my car. I dodge him. Then you begin to give story. And you find yourself in Lulu, and someone just enter Lulu and say, every item here is free. No. You are not giving credit to yourself that you are trying to, that is you that have carried yourself to that place. No. God has chosen that at that particular time, you are going to be there. So give the glory to God. Don't be proud. Then don't compare yourself with somebody. Because someone has shared his testimony this way, you are the next to share that testimony. Again, you are comparing yourself. Be careful. Be careful about selfishness. Don't be selfish. Again, be careful about lying to yourself. Because when we share testimony, we try to polish it so that the congregation can look with surprise. You are not deceiving God. You are only deceiving yourself. So for your testimony to be more effective and powerful, these are four steps that will make you so much confidence to share testimony at any time. Do good, number one. You need to do good. If I share my testimony here and a visitor is here, then... About a few days after, maybe, uh, uh, let's, let's say by Thursday, I find myself somewhere in sleep. I was arguing seriously with somebody. And that person that came here to witness my testimony, see me doing that kind of thing, he will have a doubt mouth that I saw this man sharing testimony. I thought he's a man of God. So you need to do good when you share your testimony. Don't do something that people that have had your testimony, they begin to doubt that testimony. You need to do good. Galatians 6.10. 6.10. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. When you are sharing your testimony, that is not enough. Your way of life should also portray that you are serving a living God. Doing good means doing the right thing. Do what God called you to do. That is what the doing good means. Allow people to see the image of that God that you have testified about with you. And that will make your testimony more powerful. Don't think that Mawela is too far from here and something happened in Mawela, none of the church members will see you. Stranger visitor might see you and they have seen you standing here sharing your testimony. And you begin to say something that or you behave in a way that they doubt your testimony. So if you have shared testimony and you are not doing good, then someone can doubt that testimony. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So no matter how, how hard moving your testimony may be, when you are a troublemaker, that testimony is gone. But doing good is not enough. We have to keep our focus on Christ. You need to focus that cross 
Don't think because of your smartness, that is why you have had that testimony. Galatians is 14. But God forbid that I should glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. So whenever you share your story, the focus need to be unto Jesus Christ. Don't think it is your power, or it is your education that has given you that opportunity. No. It is never like that. When you do that, your testimony is not glorify God again. You might not be able to stand again and share another one. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't boast. Don't boast thinking that maybe this is what you have done. The blind man did not emphasize on what he did. All I know now I can see. I was blind, now I can see. He doesn't care. If you read that story, you will see that he was so overjoyous that he was not care about what the Pharisees were saying. He boldly told them, I know I was blind, but now I can see. The rest is your problem. That's what he was telling them. So don't boast when you share your testimony. Even if you are the type of prayer warriors that you can pray from now till tomorrow, give credit to God. Don't boast. The focus must be on Christ. And you need to realize, the third one, you need to realize that you are not the same anymore. This related to the earlier one I said. You are not the same anymore. Galatians 6, 15. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. You are a new creation. You are a new creation. So you need to see yourself as a new creation. That is why your testimony will be more powerful. You want to have effective and powerful testimony, you follow this step. You want to have confidence to share your story with others, you follow that step. You need to realize that you are not the same person again. That is when the victory will be total. Number four, we must be willing to take the heat. We must be willing to take the heat. Some people will still criticize you. Some people will still mock you when you give your testimony. There's another game in my place that if you use, let me use Riaz, we spend here. If you use Riaz to stitch clothes, people that will still reproach you, they will still reproach you. People that don't like you, irrespective of whatever you say, they will still say something negative about you. So when you share your testimony, there are some people, again, that their, their motive is to hit you back. Hitting you back means like insulting you 
or like trying to query you, how can you say that you, are, you have headache or you have a, 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 certain, uh, a certain disease that doctor has given a report and you say it disappeared. People will still mock you. They want to test your faith. You need to realize that. That people will still say that is not possible. It is not scientifically proof that that is possible. So when you share your testimony, brethren, there's need for you. You have to do good. You should not allow pride in your life. Then you must be ready to take the blame. And don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. Praise the Lord. Your life pattern can be a testimony. Your life pattern alone. Even without saying anything in your office or wherever you find yourself. The way you live, the way you say something, the truth and everything is a testimony on its own. Because you do good, you are not selfish, you are not proud. And when people insult you, there's a way you react. You don't get angry. Anyhow. In fact, there are some people when they get angry, they say, God bless you. They get angry at you, they say, God bless you. When they begin to tell you this, God bless you every time. They will also think that, okay, this fellow that I've been angry with, he always tell me, God bless me, God bless me. Then they will realize that your life pattern is a testimony for them. So for your testimony to be powerful, effective and powerful, you need to do good. You need to do good. Praise the Lord. Perhaps you are here this evening. You want the touch of his miracle that will make your testimony effective and powerful. I will encourage you to table everything before God. If you have anything that you want to, you want the man of God to pray along with you. This is the right time, brethren. You want to share it that when you are sharing your testimony, it will become so much effective and powerful. I want to call upon you to step out and share it with the men of God so they will pray along with you. And that testimony that you are planning for, I know that as I've given this message, many of us will decided to be planning the kind of testimony they are going to share. So as you are planning it, also you need to keep everything with God. So perhaps you have something that you want to share in the future and you want God to come to it and approve it right now. And that testimony will begin right now. I will advise you to step out and let the men of God pray along with you. Praise the Lord. So when you, when, you, when you commit everything unto God, brethren, if you have anything to share with the men of God, you want an effective uh, and powerful testimony, please, the altar is for you at this moment. If you have anything, 
So you can step out, let your faith join with the faith of the leaders so that they pray along with you. As we do that, I will just remind us of what uh, Pastor Lotu was saying here. Our God is unlimited. You need to realize this. Timing, whether this year is coming to an end, is not an issue. You cannot limit God, as we have been told here. God cannot be limited with time. He can't be limited with time. So if you have anything, this is the time now. This is appropriate time for you to come forward and allow the men of God to pray along with you, join their faith with you. By doing so, God, the God we serve, is a living God. While I call the elders to step forward at the same time and join their faith with the brethren and pray along with them. Our God is unlimited with resources. Pastor Lord to tell us that on Saturday. He's unlimited in power. He can do it at any time. There is no mountain that is too big for him to level. Praise. So that you will share, brother, please. We bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Open my eyes, Lord. I want to see Jesus. To reach out and touch him and say that I love him. Open my ears, Lord, and help me to.
mighty name we are praying. I want to turn that song to prayers. The Lord, as you are answering others, as you are attending to people's issue, please attend to my case too. You know, we are the area of your life you don't want God to pass you by. This year is coming to an end and it's as if you will go again to 2018 without that issue sorted out. Say, Lord, please do not pass me by. Let me join the company of them that testify. Is your testimony 90%? Say, Lord, one second is more than enough to make it 100%. Jesus, do it for me that I will come to testify too. I have heard about the effect and the power of testimony. I want to come to testify that my life will be a blessing to someone. Jesus, do not pass me by. Let this year not end without answer to my prayers. Wipe away every tear from my eyes. Are you in that category? You are weeping within your heart. The Lord, where will I stand to testify? The Lord is telling you that tears, he will wipe it away. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. By this time next month, when you will come for a service like this, you are coming with your own testimony in the name of Jesus. Whether the devil likes it or not, you will join the company of testifier by December, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, we want to give you thanks. We exalt you. We worship you. In one word, before we go, Holy Spirit, just drop that in my heart. By the time we come back to church on Thursday, we're about moving to that great month. And probably you are yet to make up your mind. Make up your mind now that the month of December will be a month of thanksgiving. A month of what? So begin to get ready. Begin to what? Get ready to thank God. Everything you need to gather to thank Him, to give unto Him, to bless Him, because God has answered your prayer since January. Then the rest of this year, you need to what? Just thank Him. And as you are thanking him, he's doing the rest. And you will testify in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you once again. We give you all the glory. As we go, let your presence go with us. Thank you for your son that you used tonight. We pray you will refresh him. You will anoint him the more in Jesus' name. When we come again on Thursday, it shall be with testimonies in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone that is going to be traveling this weekend and throughout the holiday next week, I decree Johnny Mercy in the name of Jesus. Amen. We will all go and come back safely in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. 
In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. They shall the grace of God and fellowship, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. As we pray, the Lord will answer. Go in peace in Jesus' name.